Recorded live. To get this excellent arc guide, call us toll-free 24 hours a day at 1. You're listening to the Jam Radio Network with Minister Kenneth Jenkins. Some students are tackling more than just their schoolwork, which is why more than 30% of them aren't graduating. But with a boost from you, 100% of them will have a better chance to make it to graduation. Go to BoostUp.org to find out how to give the high school students in your community the boost they need to make it through. Brought to you by the U.S. Army and the Ad Council. Noah's Ark. Now, why was it so big? Answers with Ken Ham, co-author of the best-selling The New Answers Book. You know, one of the most frequently asked questions posed by skeptics concerns how Noah got all the animals on the ark. You see, mocking evolutionists claim, well, Noah couldn't have fit the supposed millions of animals needed. But Noah didn't need that many animals. Only representatives of each kind of land-dwelling, air-breathing animal were to go on board. Our research scientists have shown that there can be many different species within each kind. For example, there are dingoes, wolves, coyotes, domestic dogs, and all these belong to the same kind. Plus, the Bible says the ark was huge. Perhaps only a half of the ark space was needed for the animals. So why was it so big? Well, maybe it was because God allowed room for people who might repent and come on board and thus be saved. But only Noah's family believed. You know, Noah's ark is really a picture of salvation. And Christ is our modern-day Ark of Salvation. We'll answer your questions about the Ark and Flood of Noah in our new pocket guide, available to you for a donation of any size today. To get this excellent 95-page Ark guide, call us toll-free 24 hours a day at 1-888-89-ANSWERS. We'll also send you information about the Noah's Ark we're building. For the excellent guide, call 888-89-ANSWERS or on our website of AnswersOffer.org. Listen's Morning Inspirations on Sunday mornings at 6 a.m. Eastern Time, right here. That's the sound of your classmate receiving an attachment of you posing in your underwear. Your ex-boyfriend forwarding the picture to his friends. It being sent to your coach 
and worst of all, your dad, all because of the time you posted those pictures on your profile. Anything you post online, anyone can see. So think before you post. For more information, visit www.cybertipline.com. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Justice, the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children, and the Ad Council. This is a smooth sound on the net. Quite strong inspiration. And good evening, and welcome to Quite Storm Inspirations here on Talk Show and Jam Radio. Bring you, bring, bring you the very best of gospel inspiration and music on the night side. This is Danny Goki. Yesterday's a crime. 
Listen's morning inspirations on Sunday mornings at 6am Eastern Time, right here. Out of time. If you're lost, you can look and you will find me. 
everybody. Hope you enjoy the music on the night side here on Talk Show and Jam Radio. We have more of that to come tomorrow morning at 6 a.m. Or morning inspiration, your Sunday morning gospel program. That's 6 a.m. tomorrow morning right here on Talk Show and Jam Radio. Was there really a worldwide flood as we read about in the Bible? This is the Creation Moments Minute. 
Today, it is considered scholarly to reject the Bible's account of a worldwide flood. Some say the flood recorded in the Bible was only a local event. The problem with these scholarly claims is that there were too many witnesses who disagree with them. We can test these scholars' claims. If the Bible's account of a worldwide flood is true, it was witnessed by every person on earth. The story of this event would have been passed down to their descendants and spread across the whole face of the earth. Researchers have cataloged some 270 stories of an ancient, destructive flood in various cultures around the world. A large majority of these stories have been shown to predate any Christian influence. We'll take a look at some of those tomorrow. For Creation Moments Minute, I'm Darren Marlin. This is Ann Graham Lotz with Daily Light for Daily Living. If you want to experience God, you must choose him at all costs. You must be willing to do as Peter did in Matthew 14. Step out of the boat. Risk total failure in the eyes of others. Discover firsthand his power enabling you to walk on the water when Jesus bids you come. Again and again I've been confronted with hard choices when I've had to throw caution to the wind and abandon myself to faith in him and him alone. When I step into a pulpit, when I begin to write, when I commit this ministry to much more than we have resources to underwrite, whenever I choose to step out in obedient faith and trust him, I'm actually choosing to take him at his word. Listen to me. Put him to the test. Obey whatever he says. Do it. The result will be the thrilling adventure we call the Christian life. This is Anne Graham Lott. Later, much later, we heard something. We didn't breathe for listening. Then footsteps on the back porch, creeping, then more confident. After all, nobody was home. A hand closed on the knob on the screen door to the kitchen and found it latched. We heard a little sawing sound as a file began to slice through the screen wire. Grandma reached down for something in her sewing basket. Through the darkness, I managed to notice Grandma's rocker was rocking and she wasn't in it. She was standing over me. Keep just behind me, she whispered. I followed her across the room into the kitchen. Now we were by the door and I heard the scuffle of heavy feet in there on the crinkly linoleum. Grandma turned back to me. Under my nose, she struck a wooden match with her thumbnail. She touched the match to something in her other hand. It sizzled. Then she leaned down and rolled it into the invisible kitchen. Explore new worlds. Find out what happens next by reading the book A Long Way from Chicago by Richard Peck. For other great book ideas, visit literacy.gov. A message from the Library of Congress and the Ad Council. Should a church allow a funeral home to use their church buildings? Legal advice you won't find anywhere else. This is the Legal Alert. A funeral home wanted a local church to enter into an agreement allowing the funeral home to use the church's building whenever anticipated crowds for a funeral would exceed the capacity of the funeral home. The pastor called the Christian Law Association seeking a legal opinion about whether they should enter into such an agreement. A Christian Law Association attorney advised the pastor that first, he must be willing to allow ministers of other faiths to conduct funerals in the church. And that would raise the possibility that these services may directly contradict the beliefs and the values of their church. The attorney further advised that if the pastor is willing to take this risk, the contract should include a clause that releases the church from any liability for any harm or incidents that happened at the funeral. When the church rents out its properties, 
Be sure you know all of what it entails, and be sure you know the rights the renter has. Today's program is just a taste of what you'll find in our free monthly newsletter. Sign up online at christianlaw.org. That's christianlaw.org. The First Amendment reads, The people shall not be deprived of their right to speak. The odds are the person you just heard is an African American. Because African Americans are twice as likely to suffer a stroke as white Americans. That's twice as likely a stroke could rob you of the freedom to speak your mind. Help beat the odds. Call 1-888-4-STROKE or go online to strokeassociation.org. Join the power to end stroke. Brought to you by the American Stroke Association and the Ad Council.
Check one two one two one two one two. This is Jam Radio Network.
from 10 to midnight Eastern Standard Time. Uh, of course, you, you can hear us then. And don't forget to listen to us in the morning, 6 a.m. Eastern Time, for morning inspiration, your, your original Sunday morning gospel program. And you think that's great, at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, it's Nation Talk, one of the longest-running uh, podcast talk talk programs on TalkShoe. I'm proud to say it. All that's coming, all that is this weekend. I hope you won't miss a program because we. I hope you won't miss anything that's going on here on Jam Radio and TalkShoe. We'll be back as we wind down the second of uh, this second hour. We got coming up uh next generation, we got D C talk, a little bit of Louis Armstrong and a little bit and some other stuff. So to somebody about to go Louis Armstrong, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just you have to keep listening for that, so Stay tuned. Hi, I'm Gavin DeGroff for RAD, recording artists, actors, and athletes against drunk drivers. In less time than it takes to play your favorite tune, someone will be killed or injured in an alcohol-related crash. If you party, plan ahead. Designate before you celebrate. Sad stories make great songs, but happy endings make better lives. Friends don't let friends drive drunk. A public service message brought to you by the U.S. Department of Transportation, RAD, the National Association of Broadcasters, and the Ad Council. Welcome to Bible Q&A with John MacArthur. There are many warnings in Scripture directed at people who tamper with God's Word. Revelation 22, 18 and 19 say, If we're to add to or take away from the words of that book, God will take away our part from the tree of life and from the holy city. Well, that's a serious warning, John. What kind of violation did the Apostle John have in mind there? Well, it's not very difficult to interpret that, actually, Denny. It is very straightforward. What it says is simply that if you delete anything from the Scripture, that means from the beginning of Genesis to the end of Revelation, or if you add anything to the Scripture, saying here is another revelation, more revelation, new revelation, the severity of the judgment is that you will not possess eternal life. You will have no part in the tree of life, which is in the holy city of the eternal state, because you won't be a part of the holy city at all. The seriousness of this warning is overlooked by so many people. There are people who repeatedly push the delete button when it comes to Scripture, and it doesn't take long to start. There are some people who deny the truthfulness and the veracity, for example, of Genesis 1 and 2, the account of creation. There are some people who deny the second coming of Christ, as it's laid out in the book of Revelation. And then there are folks who deny all kinds of things in between. Then there are those people who think they have received a revelation from God, that God is still speaking to them, revealing himself. And thus they add to the once-for-all faith delivered to the saints. A very serious thing to take God's word and remove it or to add to it. 
This is Bible Q&A with John MacArthur, Bible teacher and author of the best-selling MacArthur New Testament Commentary Series. For more in-depth teaching from Revelation, visit MacArthurCommentaries.com. And now for the weather. Today's weather brought to you by the American Stroke Association. All across America, it's a clear, beautiful day with temperatures in the 70s and not a drop of rain forecasted. However, it seems African Americans can expect a chance of rain, oh, and a chance of hail, a chance of multiple Class 5 tornadoes. And if that's not enough, watch out, a chance of a freak meteor shower later this afternoon. The odds are it's going to be very dangerous out there. It's called the odds. And the odds are African Americans suffer almost twice the risk of having a stroke as white Americans. But the forecast doesn't have to be so gloomy. There are steps you can take to help beat the odds. Start by calling 1-888-4-STROKE or go online to strokeassociation.org. Join the power to end stroke. Brought to you by the American Stroke Association and the Ad Council. Noah's Ark. Now, why was it so big? Answers with Ken Ham, co-author of the best-selling The New Answers Book. You know, one of the most frequently asked questions posed by skeptics concerns how Noah got all the animals on the ark. You see, mocking evolutionists claim, well, Noah couldn't have fit the supposed millions of animals needed. But Noah didn't need that many animals. Only representatives of each kind of land-dwelling, air-breathing animal were to go on board. Our research scientists have shown that there can be many different species within each kind. For example, there are dingoes, wolves, coyotes, domestic dogs, and all these belong to the same kind. Plus, the Bible says the ark was huge. Perhaps only a half of the ark space was needed for the animals. So why was it so big? Well, maybe it was because God allowed room for people who might repent and come on board and thus be saved. But only Noah's family believed. You know, Noah's ark is really a picture of salvation. And Christ is our modern-day Ark of Salvation. We'll answer your questions about the Ark and Flood of Noah in our new pocket guide, available to you for a donation of any size today. To get this excellent 95-page Ark guide, call us toll-free 24 hours a day at 1-888-89-ANSWERS. We'll also send you information about the Noah's Ark we're building. For the excellent guide, call 888-89-ANSWERS or on our website, AnswersOffer.org.
did you know that the best way to prevent domestic violence is by stopping it before it starts? Talk to the boys in your life before their ideas about relationship with women are shaped and, and teach them that violence against women is wrong. Find conversation starters and tips for talking to boys about healthy, nonviolent relationships. TeachEarly.org. That's TeachEarly.org. This has been brought to you by Futures Without Violence and the Ad Council. The greatest single cause of atheism in the world today is Christians who acknowledge Jesus with their lips and walk out the door and deny him by their lifestyle. That is what an unbelieving world simply finds unbelievable.
Would you join with me, please, in prayer? Pray with me. Lord Jesus, I am a sinner. Jesus, thank you that you loved me enough that you became a man and died on a cross, paid the price for all the wrong things that I have done. I'm sorry for my sin. It's my sin that put you on that cross. And I'm sorry. I don't want to live in rebellion to you anymore. I ask you to forgive me. And tonight I open my heart and I invite you into my life to be my Savior and my Lord. 
I believe, Jesus, you are the Son of God. I believe you died for me to pay the price for all the wrong things that I've committed against God and against man. I believe that on the third day, by the power of God, you were raised from the dead as living proof that my trust in you tonight is not in vain. I believe that as Christ was raised from the dead, so tonight, Almighty God, you are raising me from the dead, from the death of sin. You are giving me a new life, the life of Jesus Christ. Oh God, on my testimony and the belief in my heart and according to your word, at this moment, I believe I am saved. I am saved. I am saved. Oh, let me ask you, friends, in closing tonight, have you done this? Have you obeyed the gospel? Have you obeyed the gospel? Have you come to that obedience of faith? Have you come to that place of true repentance and true faith? Have you turned around? Have you forsaken your sin? Have you turned around? Have you forsaken your sin? Are you trusting alone tonight in Jesus Christ for your salvation? For there is no other way, there is no other message. For there is no other way, there is no other message. Oh, come to him, come to the Saviour tonight. Come to him just as you are. Come to him in your sin. Come to him in all your needs. And cast yourself upon his mercy and upon his infinite grace. Cast yourself upon his mercy and upon his infinite grace. Cast yourself truly to him. And you too will enter into that joy of sins forgiven, peace with God, and eternal, abundant life through Jesus Christ our Lord.
me just say, take time out and say thank you for tuning in, downloading us on this on this program and all the program talks to you. Thank you so much. And uh, well, we're going to do it all over again tomorrow morning, 6 a.m. for your early morning, Sunday morning gospel program, Morning Inspirations. Until then, God bless you. And we'll see you at Church Near You.